welcome to the first episode of Sweet Script Stories. I'm Eric Grubaugh. And I'm Tim Dietrich. And we'd like to kick things off, I guess, by introducing ourselves, telling a little bit about why we want to, what the show is, why we want to do it, and uh, who we are. So, uh, Tim, would you like to start? Uh, sure. So I am a developer. I develop custom web apps and APIs for companies that use NetSuite. Uh, most of the work that I do involves integration. All right. And how did that bring you to NetSuite in the first place? Uh, that's a good question. So I started working with NetSuite about three years ago. It was towards the end of 2017. So it really wasn't that long ago. Um, I had a client at the time that was going through a merger and neither of the two companies really had a business system that could handle the combined business, the, you know, the volume of transactions and so on. Um, so they needed an ERP system. And I ended up um, getting involved, helping them put together the requirements document, you know, basically talking to both companies, uh, people in all the departments, um, looking for common requirements looking for uncommon requirements or where the two companies differed and kind of help them iron out some of those differences. That's not always easy to do. Anyway, um, from that, it kind of led to helping them evaluate different ERPs. And um, one of the ones that we ended up looking at was NetSuite. And obviously, if I wouldn't be on the podcast if that wasn't the one that they had decided on, probably. But um, sure. We ended up choosing NetSuite. I can talk at some point about why you know, that was the case. And then um, almost immediately I helped uh, you know, with integration from their old systems sure. to the new one and some of the legacy uh, custom systems that they had. So I had a, uh, you know, a sort of trial by fire, <laughs> like learn SweetScript as quickly as you can, get up to speed. And um, that's how I stumbled upon you and your work, your videos on YouTube were, you know, probably the most helpful resource that I had. And then eventually your books as well. Um, and honestly, you know, with NetSuite for me, it wasn't love at first sight. You know, it, I think it was a little overwhelming at first, yeah, but certainly, <laughs> there's certainly. just so much to it. Um, but over the past few years, I, you know, I've really come to enjoy working in, in NetSuite and working in the space. Um, you know, as I've said to you, Eric, you know, a number of times, there's just so much opportunity in this space. You know, a lot of really cool companies are using it. The community is awesome. Uh, you know, and there's no, I think, better proof of the fact that the community is awesome than just the NetSuite uh, professionals, the Slack team. Right. And that's how we really, I think, started to communicate and how this podcast idea sort of, you know, came to be. Just, Know, talking about things that we were running into in common and ideas that we had and that's what led us here so how about you like what was your journey you know to NetSuite and what do you really how would you describe what you do today in the space sure I am a today I am a sweet script strategist so I help companies build high-performing, sustainable sweet script practices. 
Um, before that, I, like a lot of people, kind of like you also, <laughs> fell into it. I was had been doing enterprise software development in the government space for about six years. And I uh, was looking for a change and happened to take a job at a small NetSuite partner, having never heard of an ERP or NetSuite or uh, never having written any JavaScript. Uh, so I was completely a neophyte in this, this space. And when was that? Like, when did you start to do work in the space? I started in 2012. So I am c coming up on a decade now of, of NetSuite work pretty soon here. Yeah. You mentioned that prior to NetSuite, like, you hadn't done any JavaScript. What, like, technologies were you using prior to that? A lot of Java uh, enterprise, enterprise edition, a um, little bit of closer to the metal stuff like C or C++, but not too much. Uh, mostly it was enterprise Java. Yeah. So that's a really good background for somebody that's moving into work that requires JavaScript. I mean, I know there's drastic differences, but it, you know, it's not like you're coming from just like HTML, you know, right. cold yeah. fusion, PHP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a lot of, and, you know, being in like the government space, there's a lot of, um, a lot of design work that goes into it, right? You're not, you're never shooting from the hip, uh, in, in one of those, uh, contracts, but, um, well, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it kind of, you know, that even that early experience for you, it's like you were, you were doing strategy back then, whether you knew it or not. And it seems like that may have led to, you know, what you're doing today. It's not like you just sit down and write code. You think it through. You've got a discipline. Right. Yeah. And, and part of that, has, part of that evolved from just the, the way I've come through NetSuite as well. When when I was doing you know the government work, I was very much a neophyte in like the professional software space. So I was just learning and absorbing, you know. And there were a lot of senior people around me who knew processes and you know design and good sound software engineering principles. So I was just absorbing <laughs> everything they had to offer. And when I came into the NetSuite space, it was not that. Uh, there were no materials. Uh, it was a very small partner. So that means that you're, everyone is completely busy all the time. Their calendars are full. They're always putting out fires. Um, and there's no, there's no process. Uh, you're just <laughs> shooting from the hip. And so... And there were no resources. There's nothing out there, no information to find. Um, so I had to make them. <laughs> it was not a fun experience. My first six months was just flailing around in, in the water, I guess. Um, yeah, that's and where... I, and yeah, and so I eventually started leading developers and designing processes and thought, I don't 
you know, no one should have to go through that experience, really. There should be more resources to make this the learning process easier, clearer. And that's kind of how I got started out on my own, was coaching you know, individual developers, getting them unstuck learning SweetScript. And now as some of those people have grown and developed in their careers, I'm evolving with them and, and getting into more of the, the strategy piece of how do you run a sustainable team so that you're not constantly putting out fires. Um, that's, that's sort of in the journey to get to today. Yeah. At what point did you start recording the videos that you put out and at what led you eventually to do the books? Like, when did you say to yourself, okay, you know, you could have a bigger impact. Like, what was that like for you? Uh, I have always wanted to run my own business and be out on my own. So I just didn't know what that would be for a long time. And NetSuite has afforded me that opportunity. I, I saw the lack of educational material in the space and thought, uh, I know enough to, to help some new, new people. Um, so it's kind of a natural evolution from there are no resources so I'm going to, you know, troll Stack Overflow as much as I can and help where I can in the NetSuite forums and the professional Slack room and just start helping. And that evolved into being a little more proactive. And, right. you know, um, at the time I started making the videos, SweetScript 2 was in beta in 2016. And I thought, hey, that's a really good opportunity to teach some people. I was like a super early adopter. As soon as I saw the module structure, I thought, yes, I want, I will always use 2.0 from here on out. Um, and so I wanted to start showing people how to do that and how to make that transition from 1.0 to 2.0 easier. So that's where the, the modules or the, the videos, excuse me, started. And then it, just became as as I started publishing those, I started getting questions, um, and so more videos would come out of the questions I saw most commonly. Um, so it's a very natural evolution of trying to meet the community where they are and, and just help as much as I can. Yeah, well, you've definitely done that. You know, I've not told you that before. You know, prior to this podcast, that like your resources helped me get up to speed much more quickly. I can't imagine what it would have been like had I not had those. So, <laughs> so I can. thanks for doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, I feel bad about it because you were kind of the trailblazer and, you know. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's awesome. It's really interesting to hear your story and get your background because it just, you know, I think like most people, I know you as, you know, a sweet script developer, sort of the expert in that. And, you know, you're the net suite guy <laughs> so it's interesting to hear how you got to that point i don't know about the netsuite guy well Sweet right script, maybe yeah. maybe but yeah, yeah and, th and that's an interesting thing too like we've talked offline about that but that's one of the challenges with being a developer a netsuite developer is that there's so much to netsuite it's you can really know sweet script and yet there's whole like parts of netsuite the ERP system that 
you have no familiarity with you know it's oh yeah and, there are, and there are new ones coming out all the time there are, there are definitely modules i've never touched in my whole career yeah um, yeah it's really interesting i think that's part of what makes doing this work that keeps you engaged is that no two instances are alike you know there's just always something new coming around the corner um so again i, I think there's so much opportunity in this space so um, I think, you know, we had, we had talked about where this sort of first episode might go and getting a little bit of a background on each of us, but um, what are you, like, what is your interest in the podcast? What are your goals with it? What are you hoping to accomplish? I, for me, it's another way to engage with the community and uh, help where I can. It's not a format that I've tried before. Um, people learn and learn and engage in very different ways. You know, some people prefer video. Some people love reading. Some people want to listen. Um, and this is so. This is not an area I have covered yet to engage with the community. So I think um, between that and just the fact that I don't know of any other Netsuite podcasts except for the, you know, the official. Oracle NetSuite podcast. So uh, I think it's just an opportunity to give the community even more um, avenues to receive information and, and engage. What about yeah. you? What's drawing you to, to do this? Well, I'd love to learn about other developers and what they're doing. It's always interesting to hear how they got into whatever it is they're doing, you know, whether it's NetSuite development or not. And so I think that there's something to learn from everybody that you talk to, you know, whether it's because of their story or, or what they're going through at the time. Um, and it, I'd like to hear the challenges that they're facing. Like you and I have talked, you know, chatted quite a bit on, on Slack about, you know, things that we're running into, whether not necessarily technical, but on the business side or career side, you know, like how do you position yourself? How do you grow your business? You know that sort of thing, and I'm curious to see if there are other people in the space that are running into the same things that we've run into, and if they've tackled those issues, like how did they do it? You know, what, what that sort of thing. Um, and my hope is that you know, in sharing our stories and you know, and learning from each other, that um, I think the phrase I used one day with you was, you know, the a rising tide uh, lifts all boats. Like, I just think that um, this has the potential to make the NetSuite developer community stronger. And I think that hopefully it will inspire some people who are either thinking about getting into doing this kind of work, or maybe they're already doing it and they're just, they need a boost or something. It, having a little inspiration might be good from time to time. Absolutely. <laughs> So, and I just, I guess I really just think we're, we have an opportunity here to learn from each other in a way that, you know, we're not seeing on, you know, the, like the Slack team or, you know, the, the different forums that are out there. So right. that's and what I, I hope. Yeah. And I think it's another way to help open up the community as well. It can be really easy. It's a pretty, you know, overall relative to a lot of niches, it's a pretty small one. And so it, it can be very easy to feel alone or uh, like there's no there's no help. There's not a lot of resources, um, but there really are. There 
are a lot of great people in this space willing to help and to share. And so the more stories like that we can tell, the more we can um, make this community feel a little more open, a little more welcoming um, and less stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You know, we kind of get to know some of the people in this space from, again, I'll keep picking on the Slack uh, team. You know, you see the same people answering questions, asking questions and so on, but you really don't know who they are or their stories, you know, and I think getting to know them on a more personal level would be really helpful, you know, and so I'm hoping that we get a chance to talk to a lot of people that, you know, that we know and, you know, sort of bumped into online or in your case, you know, even worked with. Um, so I think, you know, that's going to make the podcast interesting. So I hope it does. <laughs> yeah, and we can share links in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Some of our favorite places to hang out. <laughs> yep. And resources that people might not be aware of. Aware of. I know you said that earlier, but they, some of the best resources I think that, you know, that you find aren't necessarily NetSuite specific. I think you mentioned one in an email. Um, I think it was this morning. It was, uh, it was one of the pragmatic books, right? Yes. Yeah. That was today's email. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. You know, it's, you go online and you're looking for an answer for sweet script, you know, like how to do something very specific. And, you know, it's great to find resources that can answer technical questions, but there may be other resources that don't, you know, aren't apparent to you, but could be of, of help as well. So. Yeah. I think one of the things I do a lot in my coaching is yes. A lot of it is the tactics of sweet script and, what modules should I use to do X, Y, Z? But also a lot of it is is career building um, and helping people build habits and a skill set that make a more exceptional career out of this or, you know, take it to the next development job they get. You know, knowing what n slash email does probably won't help you if you move to an enterprise Java um, job, but having good knowledge of sound software design and practices and good coding habits, things like that will absolutely translate. And there's no reason you can't develop those skills being a SweetScript developer. I think a lot of yeah. times the, or a lot of the feedback I hear is that NetSuite and SweetScript doesn't allow for that sort of thing for some reason. Um, which I don't believe, <laughs> frankly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, this is one of those um, skills, being able to develop in SweetScript that, like you said, even if you go on to your, your next job or your next gig, you know, it, if it isn't using SweetScript, I think there's the potential to reuse the, 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 um, the process that you went through, you know, to create a solution in, in NetSuite, just how you organize your code and structure it and so on. There's thinking about the dependencies that your code has or that other code has on your code, you know, that sort of thing. It's one of those things where the SweetScript experience, it just, it can't hurt no matter what. 
Um, and I would hope that anybody that's doing development in NetSuite sticks with it. You know, I mean, I, I can't imagine switching to something else at this point, but <laughs> we need you, get a, you never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yep. So what's next for you? Like, what are you working on now that you're excited about? Or, you know, like if I were to like look at your MacBook or whatever kind of you know computer you're on, like what files are open and you're like, you know, what's keeping you up at night and keep getting you out of bed in the morning? Like, you know, I can't wait to get back to work on that thing. Yeah, I love working with people and, and teams in this space who are engaged and energetic and motivated uh in what they do and so right now i'm working on talking to as many leadership like sweet script leadership as i can so people who are thinking about or actively running sweet script teams organizations and just trying to listen and and learn more about the space of uh, the operations of of sweet script teams uh, so that just talking to people, kind of like you said, you, you want to learn more about other developers and in the space. And that's basically what I'm doing right now. Um, and those conversations are, they can be terrifying, but they can be very uh, energizing as well. Uh, and so what's next is, uh, learning how to best help those teams and, and figure out what are the gaps, what are the major obstacles in this space that we need to overcome to raise the bar of engineering and general quality of life in this space. So that's been really exciting, is having those conversations and learning, uh, learning okay, where, does, where do we need the most help right now and, and how, how, how can I help? Mm -hmm. Are you seeing any like common themes as you talk to those people or you know, is it a wide range of issues that they're running into? Yeah, I think a lot of it, I think you mentioned uh, trial by fire. Um, a lot of it is a very consistent old problem that, that teams are always, they're always putting out fires, so they can't be onboarding new developers and training them up properly. They just, everyone kind of has to get thrown to the wolves, as it were, but... Um, there's, there's that, and then there's a, let's say, drastic underutilization of source control. I'm, I've very much been picking on source control lately, um, because I, as I said, I think it's very underutilized, um, and I think it offers it's it's very low hanging fruit for teams to enhance their efficiency and and reduce their risk when making changes making deployments to client accounts or, or their own account. Um, so those two onboarding new developers and, and or the lack of onboarding new developers and a lack of source control, effective use of source control are the two I'm really picking on right now. <laughs> yeah. That's and, really interesting. Yeah. And what about you? What's, what's in the works for you that you're very excited about? Um, I am really excited about the fact that I'm about to pivot again for about the four billionth time in my career. You know, if you look at my website or look at me on LinkedIn, you know, it looks like NetSuite is just one of many things that I do. And honestly, it is at this point. 
I'm hoping to change that. And I really want to focus more on NetSuite. Um, you know, it has become a big part of my business, especially over the past um, two years, more so this year than ever before. I mean, I'm pretty much in NetSuite all day, every day. Um, so there's that. And that's always, you know, a very challenging thing to do whenever you try to reposition yourself, basically. Um, so there's that. I'm studying for the first NetSuite certification. So I've been kind of doing that, um, you know, in my spare time, whatever, <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, it's not really any spare time. So I've been trying to make time to do it. Um, I'm also working on a couple of productized services that I'm hoping to make available in the new year, um, if not sooner. A lot of ideas for things like that, uh, things that I've kind of just been developing and working on for a long time that you know, I'm ready to kind of let loose. Um, sure. Anything you care to, to share? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I do a lot of integration work and I am constantly being asked to help with, you know, companies that are trying to integrate with NetSuite and they don't have any real NetSuite, you know, experience or talent, you know, in, in-house, which is why they reach out to me. Um, but one of the common things that I've seen is that, you know, as part of the integration, there's always a challenge with, you know, how do we, you know, how do we connect with something like, you know, Sweet Talk or a Restlet. And so one of the, the productized services that I'm working on simplifies that so that regardless of what application you're building, what, you know, what the environment looks like, what the stack is like, that integrating with NetSuite is just much easier um, and not going to break the bank at the same time. So that's one of them. I've got a bunch of other ideas that I've, you know, been experimenting with. And um, honestly, I've never really done anything like that before. Everything I do has been, for the most part, it's just been custom development. So the fact that I'm kind of thinking about rolling out a productized service, which, you know, we, don't, we haven't really defined what that is. Maybe that's a topic for another podcast or something, but you know, it's just something that's new to me. And, um, you know, I'm kind of curious about it. I think it is potential for me to make a bigger impact uh, versus doing everything from scratch every time. So, so there's that. And then the last thing that I'm working on is if that's not enough, and this probably won't <laughs> surprise you, <laughs> you know, I write a lot about sweet QL on the, you know, database developer and abuse SQL forever. Yeah. Um, I blog about it all the time and I would love to write a book about sweet QL, you know, kind of share sure. that specifically. Um, yeah, you are definitely the sweet QL guy in, in my brain, at least. It's funny. Somebody called me that the other day and I'm like, Oh no, like what? <laughs> I don't know that I want to be known as that guy, but I love, I really do love that aspect of NetSuite because it <laughs> lets me bring like all my SQL experience and really use it finally, you know, in the NetSuite space. So if you don't want to be um, that guy, you better stop writing about it in public. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I really do enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I love that people are reaching out to me about it, asking about it. Um, you know, we've had some interesting conversations on the Slack team. I get, you know, a lot of interesting emails from people that are trying to understand it. Um, and I think one of the things that's been really interesting is that um, developers who have SQL background and are, you know, kind of fumbling around in SweetScript, which is probably a good way to describe myself, um, <laughs> they 
I think they're starting to see that, hey, there's hope there for me. Like I could just like with myself, they can use their SQL experience and leverage that uh, in NetSuite to do some really cool stuff that, you know, you could do before, but not nearly, I think, as efficiently as we can today. So, so I'm really excited about that. I, I'm hoping I get a chance. That, that would be the second book that I've written, at least technical book that I've written. So um, right. we'll say I have no timeline on it. I'm not trying to pressure myself to do it, but at the same time, I know if I don't, it'll never get written. So. <laughs> right. Yes, so deadlines can be helpful. Yeah, they can be demoralizing too. Yes, <laughs> and I don't know whether it matters whether it's like a self-imposed deadline or you have a publisher breathing down your neck. Because my first book was published and it was just a crazy experience. But um, I think at the same time, and you probably experienced this too, working for yourself. Like you are your own worst boss. Like there's nobody you've ever worked for that was like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you're oh, yeah. totally undisciplined, in which case you're not going to be your own boss for long. Um, yeah, my boss so, has not given me a vacation in a long time. Yeah, there's no <laughs> such thing. When you work for yourself, there is no such thing. <laughs> exactly. That's something we didn't talk about is kind of, you know, we don't work for firms or agencies or end users or anything like that. We are soloists in the space, which, you know, maybe that's an interesting topic for later. But it seems pretty rare. Um, yeah. Other than maybe there are a lot of solo developers who kind of just say um you know they'll they'll kind of do anything for for any netsuite end user um, yeah and i think that was actually how we started our conversation on slack i reached out to you one day and said hey you know i know you kind of do this as you know as solopreneur you know you're on your own i'm the same way do you know anybody else that is in the same like position that we're in and i think your answer was i know there's a few people out there but not many and mm -hmm. so if there are a bunch of you out there that are hearing this we i think i could speak for us both when i say we'd love to hear from you because i would love to hear about what they're doing and Absolutely. how they're doing you know yeah um, so. more great stories to tell exactly so as we wrap this first episode up i thought one of the things that we could do i would ask you first you could ask me like what Tell us something cool that you've discovered, or like a book or a product or something like, what's something that you've recently discovered that you're like pumped about? Sure. I have, I have always been very, uh, very into like productivity and, and habits and systems and such, um, you know, outside of development, just general life habits. And now that I have a toddler, uh, I have to be extremely <laughs> disciplined and tight with, with the time that I do get to, to do some work. Um, so I just read a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, which has been uh, incredible. Uh, it's been uh, extremely beneficial and helpful to establishing really consistent routines in a very short amount of time. Um, so I've been very impressed with that and very, very happy I read that. So Atomic Habits, uh, check it out for sure. Yeah, I've had that one on my list forever. So I'm definitely, that's, I think, the next one I'm going to read. Um, it's excellent. It, it aligns with my, just kind of my mindset and, and how I operate, in, you know, naturally. So it, whereas a lot of, a lot of those types of books or advice or plans, whatever you want to call it, uh, don't. <laughs> 
are there any new habits that you have like that you're in the process of forming or already have as a result of reading the book? Oh, there's a ton. Um, and they're not, like I said, there, there's life habits, flossing my teeth. That's one. You know, it's, it's not something I ever did consistently, <laughs> but I've done it every day for like two months now. I don't think I've ever done that in my whole life. Um, but then also other things, you know, more professional related of setting aside and being very strict about time to read or write. Um, so I do both of those. Um, not very long. You know, I read maybe a page, a chapter if I'm lucky in a book and I write, you know, a few sentences, um, whether it's like just a quick journal or a little brain dump of how I'm feeling or an idea that I have. Um, so every morning I'm getting a little bit of reading, a little bit of writing in uh, before the little toddler wakes up and starts stomping all over the house. <laughs> There's the real boss of your business right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so, and it, there's been uh, increased my fitness activity. Uh, it's very easy to to be sedentary in this sort of profession. Uh, so just, I've changed pretty drastically my routine and been able to incorporate a lot of new habits. I would say there's probably 12 or 15 new habits that I've been able to form in the last you know, two months or so. That's amazing. Yeah, so now you're making me want to read that book even more. <laughs> good. Really and cool. I, I may have done it justice. It, it's, it's very good without being over the top or pushy or anything like that or, or um, overly prescriptive, I would say. It's, it's very informative and very relaxed, I would say, despite the, the content being pretty scientific and, I would say, important. And it's, your turn. What about you? So I just finished reading um, a book that I I wrote about on LinkedIn, which is called The Big Commitment. It's by Joel yeah. Patterson. Um, he is the founder of the Vested Group, which is, if you're in the NetSuite space, you may have heard of them. They're a pretty well-known and um, a highly respected NetSuite solution provider, which it's interesting that somebody um, in that position would write a book. What makes the book even more interesting, I think, is that it's actually a novel. Um, right. So, you know, it's, you know, I think it, it's essentially Joel, um, like, telling us about how his company works, describing to some extent some of the issues that you typically run into in an ERP implementation, and how his company, um, you know, tries to resolve them it's without actually ever saying, hey, you know, this is how the Vested Group does it. You know, it's, right. he kind of does and he kind of doesn't. But so that was really interesting. I just finished it. There's, you know, there's just no books like that in the space. So, I, you know, I was curious about it. I recommend it, um, you know, definitely check it out. Um, and so that that's the book I've been reading. Um, the other thing I've been doing is, and actually doing it to prepare for this podcast, is I've been going back through some of the older episodes of The Business of Authority, which is a podcast that I know you and I both um, listen to. Uh, that's a podcast by Jonathan Stark and Rochelle Moulton. Um, I, I'm not going to do it justice by trying to describe <laughs> it. It's it's very it, it, it is awesome. Yeah. And I think 
regardless of where you are in your career or what like your role is in um, the NetSuite space, I would recommend it. Like just, just listen to a couple episodes. I think you'll get hooked. But what yeah. I've been doing is going back to some of the episodes that the early episodes and episodes that I just missed somehow. And, um, you know, just, you know, absorbing it all. Um, and it's just really interesting. I, I think I mentioned to this to you a couple of weeks ago that there's always this sort of nagging um, suspicion in me that like there's a way to make my business better or do what I do better. And I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that I'm going to identify that and find a fix for it by listening to all those episodes, you yeah, know, somewhere yeah. in there is the nugget that's just going to like make things better. Break the <laughs> so, dam. Yeah, exactly. So, so right. that, those are the two things I'd recommend the book and that podcast. And um, we will put links to everything in right. the show notes. So definitely. Yep. Well, cool. Well, I think this is a good, place to stop it was an hopefully an interesting first uh podcast i know i was interested to hear your background because i never asked you i wanted to be surprised (laughs) (laughs) so pretty cool yeah well before we wrap up where can people find you and more about what you're doing so i've got a website and it's timdietrich.me me kind of a a weird uh domain but one of those new domains yeah yeah, you know, I would figure that tintytrick.com is uh, taken. And ironically <laughs> enough, it's actually, I think, an engineer at Google. Who oh, is, okay. So that's not me. <laughs> I've never worked at Google. I'm sure he has no idea what NetSuite is. Like, <laughs> anyway, it just figures. <laughs> and how about your website? Gotcha. Well, I also have a different domain. Uh, you can just find me at stoic.software. And and there'll be links in the show notes. And I hang out all the time in the NetSuite Professionals Slack. You can always ping me there uh, and we'll chat. Yeah, definitely. And I should point out too, or mention your email list. Uh, you know, I think if you're not already on Eric's list, get on it. Yeah, um, get, I, get on that from my website. Yeah. Or just learnsweetscript.com. That's also, that's also me. Cool. Excellent. Well, hopefully this will be the first of many episodes. Um, I hope that we hear from people that listen to it. I'm assuming that people will, (laughs) but if you've got ideas or you'd like to be, you know, talk about being on the the podcast, please reach out. Absolutely. I think that'll do it for this episode. I'm Eric Grubaugh. And I'm Tim Dietrich. And thanks for listening. I hope you join us again for more Sweet Script Stories.